Hey, if you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world World of of food. food. First, if you love Dave's Killer Bread, I love it. Kev loves it. I know some people, so many people love it. They've got their healthy breads, bagels, and English muffins made by former prison inmates. Well, good news. They just introduced a new organic snack bar uh, to their lineup. They've got Cocoa Brownie Blitz, Trail Mix Crumble, and Honey Almond. Second, Panera just introduced new Southwest Caesar salad with chicken, and they're bringing back their strawberry poppy seed salad. That's really good. And finally, in the world of food, did you catch any of the Masters Golf Tournament? One of the most popular foods there is the pimento cheese sandwich. It's only $1.50, and it comes in green paper, so if the paper blows away... It will blend with the grass on TV. (laughs) And it comes on Wonder Bread. And some say they love it. It reminds Hmm. them of their childhood when it sticks to the roof of their mouth. I wonder what's the cost on that at the Masters. $1.50. $1.50? That's not Mm -hmm. bad. I was thinking it would be a little more pricey uh, being there at the fancy fancy golf place. but. Huh. That's the funniest thing. It was the tissue. The tissue is green. So it blends so it blend. on TV. Unless it gets stuck in the azaleas, right? Yeah, that's true. Coming up, want to know how you can be a better friend? Hey, would you ever like to know how you can be a better friend? After all, remember we talked about last week how the longest study ever of happiness shows the key is quality relationships. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the things we can do to be a better friend and get closer to the ones we love? This is according to uh, brand new research on relationships. Uh, number one, talk about what you're struggling with. It makes you a real person. People want to know what you're going through. Number two, be inquisitive and get to know the ones you love better. No matter how long you've been together, there's still something to learn about that other person in your life. Number three, spend more time giving the ones you love your undivided attention. Hint, Devices must be put away. (laughs) And the last thing for you to be a better friend, make connections happen in small ways every single day. Hmm, There you go. Great tips. Oh, you're not going to believe this. My husband, he went there. He said yesterday, I think your blank days are behind you. (laughs) I'll tell you what he said to me next. So my husband went there. He did it. He said to me last night, I think your blank days are over. And... Yes, he went there, but I think he he uh, he had a right to say it. Did he say it from across the room? Did he have a helmet on? <laughs> no, he was not too far from me. And here's what's happened. I am very insecure about what to wear to my niece's wedding. I've got a couple of options, but I don't feel great about it. And so I keep ordering dresses off Amazon. And on the video, they, they show an entire video they show pictures. It looks beautiful. Okay. And I get them home and I put them on my body. And last night I came out of the bedroom and I put my glasses down on my nose and I walked out to Glenn and I went, Hey, Sonny, how are you doing? <laughs> like, it looked dress? horrible and it looked beautiful <laughs> on this, this girl on Amazon video. And yesterday I ordered four items, two dresses pair of shoes and a shirt they're all going back today they're gonna like put a red flag in my amazon account like don't send anything to this lady she sends it all back and glenn's like i think your shopping for clothes and shoes on amazon days are behind you like it's just not working you got to be in a store to try it on and i had known that about myself but i keep 
skipping delightfully and seeing these beautiful dresses on on mm. Instagram stories and stuff and think, yeah, that one might look good on me. And then I get it home. <laughs> it's terrible. How did you feel when he said that? So did, bad. When he said that, how did you feel? Oh, I thought he was right. I was like, you know, you're right. I'm just wasting so much time. Like I'd order it. I wait for it to come. I put it on. Then I have to go back to the store and ship it back at the UPS store, wherever I have to go, grocery store. Um, it's just, it's wasting so much time. I should just go to a brick and mortar store and try on clothes hmm. like the old days. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I just, I, I don't know if anyone else has had the same trouble, but I just have the hardest time shopping for clothes online. I think it might be a lot of women guys for you guys. It's super easy. So I think you're right. It's uh, it is harder for women to shop online than than yeah. it is for men because I mean, you all got you all have like, um, more going on. Than, yeah, than there's so much to each outfit. Each company sizes and cuts things differently. Yeah, there's no. Just, uh, you go in the men's department. It's like small, medium, large. Yeah, there's no small, medium, large. Oh wait, are you petite? Here's small, medium, large, and that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and then no, there's like, like yeah, there's one line that's like three five seven. Then there's another line that's four six eight. Like, mm. it's just different number. Like, ugh. Then you Shopping throw Amazon. Is... Here's the problem you have to do with Amazon or, or any online. You have to look and see where is it where is it manufactured. And mm-hmm. if it is made, like, in an Asian country or a lot of European countries, too, their sizes are way smaller. Yeah. Way smaller than U.S. sizes. Yeah. I think what's happening to me, too, is I did buy an address from Amazon from an Instagram story. And I love it. I feel confident in it. I love the fabric. I can throw it in a suitcase. It doesn't wrinkle. And I keep trying to replicate that success. Hmm. And I'm so bummed I went ahead and wore (laughs) that dress to my niece's bridal shower. So I don't really want to wear it again to the wedding. I see. Yeah. Is there something Wasn't you thinking could do that to through. Like change it up a little bit? No, it'll, everyone will know. It's the same dress. <laughs> do messes in your home make your eye twitch? They surveyed people about the most annoying mess in their home. And guess what it is? You Dishes in the sink. Good guess. It is the piles. The mm. piles and piles yeah. of stuff. Close to half of us admit there's too much clutter in our homes. 40% blame their other half. 22% blame their kids. <laughs> and 18% are honest to, to admit they're to blame for the messes and the clutter. The second most annoying is, you got it, Kev, dirty plates, mm. followed by wet towels lying around, breakfast bowls left on the table, and drinking glasses in the living room from the night before. Other triggers, clothes on the bathroom floor, socks left everywhere, and empty snack bags left out. That, that wet towel thing. we yeah. My kids did that sometimes. I never understood. Why would you dry off and then just toss the towel on the floor and leave it there? Makes no sense. It gets all stinky and gross. Right. I, I guess maybe when you start doing your own laundry. Then you realize, yeah, <laughs> then the work you're creating. Right. Then, then, it's, uh, <laughs> then it's game on with the wet towels. So we talk a lot about how quickly time goes by from when your kids are little to when they grow up. And so many times like, boy, if I could just go back for one day, if I could just go back for one day, that'd be great. I got a chance to go back for one day to when my son was little. We're going to talk about it next.
So um, they they say it a million times when your kids are little, like you're going to miss it, telling you you're going to miss it. And when you're in the midst of, you know, running the kids to practice and homework assignments and and they're they're squabbling in the backseat. She touched me and and I don't want her sitting next to me. You're going through all of that every day. It seems like it's never going to end. Like it's just going to be an endless day after day after day of your kids being little. Um, But they grow up. They become tweens. They become teens. And they really don't want to be around you that much anymore. And then they become young adults and adults and they move out. They start their own lives and you sit around, you look and go, where did it all go? How did it go by so fast? I wish I could just go back for one day. Just give me one day to appreciate it all. Well, I got the chance to go back for a day. Wasn't a time machine. It wasn't something like that. My son, who you guys know, is a, uh, a drummer. When he was, you know, a kid, we used to have to drive him. Like if he had a little, he had a little garage band and if they were playing somewhere, we'd have to put his drums in the minivan and drive him to the coffee house, wherever they were going and help him set up and then come back and pick him up at the end of the night and stuff. So that was, that was a big part of uh, Kyle's childhood. Well, he wasn't feeling great the other night and he had a gig with a jazz band he plays with. And he said, dad, I really could use your help. Would you come and. And be my roadie for the night. Just help me load in and load out. It would mean so much to me. And I could not say yes fast enough. I was like, are you kidding me? Absolutely. We're getting the band back together is what it felt like. So, yeah, off we went. And uh, it was a it was a late night, later than I'm used to staying up. But, um, yeah, we got them all loaded in and set up. And the guys in the band who all the guys in this band are probably significantly older than Kyle. And they were just so complimentary of him as a musician, as a man, as a person. The one guy said, he has got just such a cool spirit about him. So I'm beaming. I'm like super proud as a dad, all the while totally taking it in and being like, when am I, the, the opportunities for me to get and sit and watch my son play for two or three hours, play the drums for two or three hours, seeing him just in his sweet spot, what I believe God created him to do, be a fantastic musician. It was just great. So, yeah, I got to go back and relive it all. Kyle's childhood and me being the dad that helps him out you know, just just for one night. But, man, I'm going to treasure it. It was really something. Have you ever gotten kind of, um, I guess you could use the word obsessed with a certain color, where if there's something in that color, you're like, oh, it's so pretty. Hmm. And you can see the same car in a different color, and you're like, nah, I don't like that car. Hmm. Uh, I'm obsessed with a certain color right now, and I I, I realize it's, it's gone too far. I'll tell you what's going on in just a minute. So have you ever been gotten just totally obsessed with a certain color? Like you're just like, oh, I just love that color. My wife has, yeah. Absolutely. For me lately, it's it's lasted for quite a while. It kind of started with one shirt and it spread from there. I call it steel blue. It's kind of like a bluish gray, very distinctive blue. Hmm. And um, so I like it in clothing. I've got throw pillows that are steel blue. Like I just, I just love it. Well, yesterday I was driving home and I looked up and I went, that's a really pretty dump truck. (laughs) And I'm like, oh man, it's like, that's jump the shark moment. This is ridiculous. Like I am just too much with the steel blue that I actually think a dump truck looks pretty. <laughs> so embarrassing. I wonder if there's a garbage collector that has a steel blue I know. garbage I'll truck. I'd love, I would love to see that coming by. Because it's easy on my eyes when they drive down the street. <laughs> that, yeah, that is a little uh, little obsessed with the uh, with the color. 
Is there a job skill you think that would help you get hired? Well, according to a new survey of bosses, it is knowing how to use chat GPT. Yeah, artificial (laughs) intelligence. And explaining to your boss what it is. Yeah, 90% said it's a plus and could help you get hired. Uh, 90% of bosses said having experience with it is um, it's going to increase your chances of landing a job. And close to half even said their company has already used it in one way or another, like to write stuff or help with customer support. And what's wild, if you wanted to add this, this skill to your resume, you can actually YouTube a crash course. Mm. Hey, what is the oddest reason your kid has ever thrown a tantrum? Huh. After all, the average child throws a tantrum at least Four times a week. Now, parents fessed up to some of the craziest causes, including I wouldn't let him play in the toilet. He didn't want to wear pants or she couldn't fit a toy inside her toy. (laughs) (laughs) I think the worst one I ever saw was I was at a bridal shower, Kev, and my friend Julie's little nephew put his finger in the icing and he hated being dirty and he started screaming at his finger <laughs> like it was poison. Well, dads claim they have a slight edge over moms when it comes to controlling tantrums. But get this, only an edge by 3%. Hmm. <laughs> 3% more effective. Picture this. You are 80 years old and you've become a widow. What do you think your wife, is, your life is going to be like? Uh, there's two best friends that found themselves in that situation. And wait till you hear what they did with their time together. I'll tell you about it next. So picture this. You're 81 years old. Okay. Recently widowed. Hmm. What does your life look like? I'll, I'll admit the first thing that comes to my mind. I hate to, to. I really don't like admitting this because I sound like such a pessimist. But I think of curling up in a ball and just sobbing. <laughs> That's about it. Um, but not Ellie and Sandy. They are 81-year-old best friends. They live in Texas, and they are recently widowed, and they decided, you know what? We're not going to let what life has thrown us slow us down or rob our joy. So they just finished traveling around the world in 80 days. No kidding. They rode dog sleds in Antarctica, camels in Egypt, (laughs) They went and saw the Grand Canyon before they headed home to Texas. And, uh, you know, they threw coins in Rome's Trevi Fountain. Wow. They they went went to Bali. I mean, pretty much every continent. And they've become like TikTok stars (laughs) because they documented their trip. No kidding. There's a picture of them with a monkey. I mean, they just are living their best lives and enjoying their best friendship. And of course they miss their husbands, but they're not letting life slow them down. They're traveling the world. But I can miss them in Morocco, (laughs) just like I can in Des Moines. (laughs) Right? I can long for him in London. (laughs) When you have kids, there's adventure around every turn, right? You you never know what's going to come up next. And that can especially be true when you have boys. Boys will come up with some of the most crazy stuff. That leaves you scratching your head. And wait till you hear what one mom saw after her son said, there's no clean cups, mom. And what he did instead of using a cup. Bizarre. We'll talk about it next. When you have teenagers, especially teenage boys, life is an adventure. You never know what you're going to get. There's event, you know, craziness around every turn. And this uh, mom, her son said, mom, there's no clean cups. 
They're all in the dish, dirty and in the dishwasher. So mom said what any of us would have said. Well, would it kill you to take one out and wash it by hand if you really need a cup? And she walked away. She comes back into the kitchen like five minutes later. And uh, Junior has got himself a drink. He poured his Coke or whatever into a bowl and was drinking it with a straw. <laughs> True story. He would have rather done that than drink it out, than wash a cup. And I'm, I don't know if I should be impressed or depressed with the ingenuity instead of just washing the cup out, getting a bowl and a straw to get a drink. I'm wondering, mom, dad, doesn't necessarily have to be teenage boys, but what if your kid's done, like, rather than just washing it out by hand, oh, I know, I'll get a bowl and a straw. What if your kid's done that has left you shaking your head going, okay, that's impressive, (laughs) the ingenuity there. Although I disagree with you should have just washed the cup out. That's pretty impressive. Do you have any stories like that? If you do, would love to hear them. Give us a call. Hey, Melissa, we're talking about this mom whose son said, Mom, there's no clean cups. And she said, well, get one out of the dishwasher and wash it by hand. And instead of doing that to get a drink, he poured his Coke into a bowl and drank it with a straw. (laughs) Did you have a story like that? Well, my son was about the laundry. I told him he was grounded until he hung all his laundry up in the closet. So he was done very quickly, and I went to check, and all of his clothes were on one hanger over the little loop. And I took a picture of it. He did hang all of his clothes up, but they were all on the same hanger. It was like 20 shirts on the same hanger. <laughs> they weren't even folded or anything. It was just like slumped over. So he, he did literally what you said, but it was certainly not yes. in the spirit of what you meant. No. Not of at all. Not. not at all. We sound no. like you got a fun family there. You got your hands full. Oh, yeah. Hey, this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. Man, can you even imagine losing your dog? It would be just awful. Well, don't worry. This story has a happy ending. And I can't wait to tell you how they found this lost dog, Seamus. He's an um, Australian shepherd, just like the one you had, Kev. Mm-hmm. Was swept away in the recent floodwaters in San Bernardino County Aww. when he accidentally fell into the river. Oh, my gosh. The owner, Emily, called 911 frantic. They've got the 911 call, but thankfully... Get this, she had put one of those Apple Air Tags on her dog's collar, and they were able to find Seamus, who had been swept into a storm drain. Uh Emily was overwhelmed with joy. I was just blown away by that level of response from our emergency services, and just really grateful that there are people that understand that dogs are family members. Dogs are family, and and they found Seamus thanks Aww. to that air tag. That's cool. I never thought to. I mean, I have one of those in my suitcases. Yeah, but I never thought to put one on a. a my dog son collar. has been saying like we need to get those for our dogs. We need Aww. to put them on our dog collars. But I just, I'm I'm just not down with the whole tracking everything everywhere all the time. But they're your beloved dogs, right? But I'm not going to put one on me, much less my dog. You don't have to put one on you. I just don't. Just li- your dog I don't like the idea of, of somebody somewhere is collecting all this data on everything and keeping it somewhere. <laughs> you need a you need a foil helmet on. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I have one. I just don't wear it indoors. <laughs> 
Does that sound conspiracy theorist to go, I don't like people tracking all the yeah, time? Yeah, you Does get it really? Well, I don't out. care. I don't mind. I don't care. Fine, whatever. Let's say he was getting, like you said, you have them in your suitcases. Oh. He was, he was telling us we should do our suitcases too. And I'm like, I have never not once in all my life and all my traveling ever lost a suitcase oh. and not been able to get it back. Not once. I, well, I lost it for a long time, for yeah. days. So. Days and days. And had you had the tag, you think you would have gotten it back faster? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. We would have known where it was. Hmm. So, Cav, you think that um, everyone's going to track you if you have an air tag? Yeah. The interwebs already knows everything they need to know about you through your Starbucks app. <laughs> Leave my Starbucks app out of this. Gosh, you know, there's a flaw in every plan, right? So when your kids hit a certain age, they need you less and less. But just the other day, my daughter, she needed me as only a daughter can need a dad. And it made me feel like a million bucks. We'll talk about it next. So it's great when your kids get older, they can do stuff for themselves. You can enlist them to help. Like when one of them gets their driver's license, all of a sudden, if you've got two kids who have to be in the same place at the same time, you can tell them, hey, take your little sister to dance. I'm taking your little brother to baseball or whatever. You know, it's no problem. Um, But there does come a point where they need you less and less. And that can make mom and dad feel kind of less and less. And like, wow, I wish... I wish they just needed me again. Well, my uh, my youngest daughter needed me in a way that only a daughter can need a dad. The other, uh, she said, "Dad, Dad, help!" And I ran into her bedroom. I'm like, "What's going on?" And she goes, "There's a wasp. <laughs> could you could you get him for me?" <laughs> so I did, and uh, and she didn't care if it, if it had been like a ladybug or something like that. She'd have been like, "Oh, scoop him up and throw him outside." Wasp. She didn't care which method I used to kill the thing. She was like, just get it dead and get it gone, please. Ever since I just realized I'm allergic to at least yellow jackets, I would have been the same. Like, just kill it. So have you uh, have you had that with your kids where they've they've needed your help and you're just like, yes, they still need me. It made me feel great. Are your kids of dating age? There's something happening nowadays. I don't know if this is new or if it's been a while for uh, around for a while that my friend's daughter she keeps not wanting to go on a second date mm. with guys. I'll tell you what's going on in just a minute. So I'd like to say I was talking to my friend the other day but she was leaving me a Marco Polo. <laughs> That's how we stay in touch. Now that she moved away, I'm not bitter at all. <laughs> um her daughter is a sophomore in college. Okay. And she recently had um a formal I saw those pictures on social. Like a dance, she looks like gorgeous. A ball? I don't know. I assume they dance. It was at her college. Okay. And um, great photos. She looks stunning, beautiful. She looks just like her mom. She's so pretty. And um, her mom was like, So, how did it go? And she's like, Oh, we had a blast. Mom was great. She goes, Do you think you'd want to go on a second date with him? They had the cor- corsage and the boutonniere, the whole deal. Mm-hmm. She's like, No, mom. She's like, Why? Well, whole time I asked him all about himself. I asked him a million questions. Never asked me one thing about me and really didn't talk much at all. Wow. And she, mm. her daughter, that keeps happening. Mm. These uh, young men are not conversationalists, at least the ones that she's running into at her school. Um, I don't want to speak for all guys, that's for sure. But in her experience, these guys grew up Playing video games mm-hmm. on their phones, mm-hmm. um, texting, 
and she wants she's a very lively young woman who has uh you know two older brothers that she loves to laugh and talk and talk and talk and talk mm-hmm. and they love to talk and talk and talk with her and so that's what she's used to in a guy and from her dad and her brothers and so when she gets together with these guys and there's just no conversation she's like meh I don't need to go out with him again. Hmm. So I'm wondering if that's true to a lot of young women's experiences, if the guys are just too quiet. Maybe if she's that chatty, maybe a quiet guy is the best thing in the world for her. Uh, She wants conversation. You know what I mean? If she's got that much to say, maybe somebody that says, yes, dear, yes, dear, is perfect. But I get get you. I totally understand that. I've been on the, um, you know, daughters bringing guys that they're going mm-hmm. on dates to meet me and Tracy, which I always appreciate when they do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, some of them are just like, we can shake, no eye contact. Don't talk. Yeah. It's One tough. dude didn't even get out of the car. I walked out to the car. I was like, hello. Ooh, <laughs> not cool. My name's dad of the daughter that you're only going out with once. <laughs> 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 so have you had this experience like do you have people in your life maybe it's you maybe you've been on the dating scene and you're like yeah i cannot find a fellow conversationalist hmm. we'd love to know how it's going down in your dating life give us a call so i think what your what your friend experienced by the way is exactly what uh was in that article we were talking about a few weeks ago with um more and more guys are single nowadays and they're saying it's because They've spent their adolescence and young young twenties at home playing video games, mm. and and not yeah. only does that kind of not exactly foster social skills or a life to talk to someone about, you know, mm-hmm. playing playing video video games, but it's isolating too. You're just not yeah. getting out and meeting yeah. people or seeing people, right? On, on the Marco Polo, my friend left for me. Um, in addition to talking about her daughter not wanting a second date with this guy. She also referred to talking to a 15-year-old, and she started trying to get him to talk, and she's like, oh, you're from so-and-so, you, you went, you're from that hometown too? Oh, where'd you go to school? Hmm. Did you go to this school? And he just goes, no. <laughs> and there was no, like, f- like, actually, I was, I went to this school. Yeah, like, there was no follow. It was yes, no. Huh. And just she tried so hard to get him to open up. Yeah, it was very challenging. Yeah, it can be hard. So mom, moms and dads. I mean, some kids are shy. Like, but so I have four kids, and they range from crazy talkative, can't get a word in edgewise, to you've got to like chisel away words mm-hmm. from them. But you can teach them all just basic skills of hello, nice to meet you, and you know, no matter how introverted you are, you can still teach someone to. To do things like that. Yeah. And if you are the one that's introverted, I used to be painfully shy. Yeah, you the, have to just fake it till you can make it. You force yourself. She used to be shy. And now <laughs> there's no stopping me. Some of us have trouble getting bored in edgewise. What? Come on. Did you really just say that to me? That is the pot calling the kettle black. What? No, no, no. No, no, no. Some some people have an interesting grip on reality. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs>